Welcome to Uncle Taylor's Unchained Universe. Strap in for some content, Palooza. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Uncle Taylor's Wild Ride. I'm your host, Uncle Taylor. It's great to be here. It is Sunday, the 15th of May, 9.42 p.m. It is uh, a wonderful, humid, hot night, um, and I look very sweaty. So please forgive me because uh, I'm just liquid for your amusement. I can't think of anything funny. <laughs> uh, as always, got the boys with me. Uncle Jesse, Uncle Jacko. Boys, good evening to you. Good evening, sir. How are you? Very good. Very good. How are you? Jesse, hello, sir. How are you going, mate? I'm going good, mate. I'm going really good. That's the way. Now, I sound a lot quieter than usual. Um, I'm trying my best to keep my volume down as best I can. The wife's going to go to work early in the morning. I've just come off the back of the Gran Turismo 7 um, Gazoo Racing Cup um, live streamer that I just finished up literally 10 minutes ago. Um, so I'm just trying to keep it down as best I can so it sounds more audible for your eardrums. Um, but I think you boys watched it for memory. I know I've definitely seen Jackson in there being moderator and I've seen you, Jesse, a couple of times pop up. Um, give us an unbiased opinion. What do you think? I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. It's really good. I'm not really yeah, into racing and shit, but um, I, I actually liked it. It's pretty good. Good job, yeah, mate. Was good. I, I was I mean, like, I like the ankle ankle camp. That was really good. I really like the ankle camp because I have an ankle fetish. So thank you. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It was, in all seriousness, it was it was good. Good energy. I like it. Good stuff. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. Jacko, what do you think? Yeah, it was good. And it was so interesting to see the um the just how quick that car could go. I was shocked with that. Like it was sort of it was just zooming at incredible speeds. But yeah, it was it was really good to see. Dude, it's that was unreal. That's the very first time that hour and a half is the very first time I've played on that car ever. That was unreal. That was hard. That was very, very hard. I'm not going to pretend that it was easy because um, I had to re- literally run home. When I got home, I ran inside the back room here to check when the next one was on. I went, fuck, here we are. It was like eight, nine o'clock. So I fuck, couldn't, couldn't have made it any fucking earlier. Um, but this is the first competition that's done by Toyota Gazoo Racing. So the idea is for me to try and do well enough to go in November to the competition for the Oceana down, I think it's in Melbourne. So that's the idea. Will it happen? It's a different conversation. Probably not, but I'm trying my very best to get there. And that's all I can do at the end of the day. Um, but it was fun. Thanks, you know, for coming on board and watching and having a, having a watch, having a, having a laugh. If you did laugh, laugh at me screaming out of car. It was good. It was good, you know, and it ended three days of streaming. So, you know, Good, good. Now I can just have a break. I can, you know, watch TV, not worry about what I'm streaming at 9 p.m. at night. It's uh, it's good. It's good shit, man. Very good shit. <laughs> but um, what's going on in your worlds, boys? Talk to me. What is uh, what has been going on in the lives of Uncle Jesse and Uncle Jackson? Well, I was obviously invited on your stream, so we've been playing some Battlefield ones. So that was fun. Last two, last two or three nights up till about 1am, so that's been fucking loads of fun. Really enjoying that. Other than that, really, not a lot. Just, yeah, that's probably the highlight of my week, to be honest. <laughs> Playing some fucking Battlefield 1 at fucking 1 in the morning. 
drinking some fucking coke and you know staying caffeinated and all that good shit and uh Dude, raging it, raging it, just raging. raging oh it's been so much fun playing battlefield and you know going down that route again like i've i've missed playing first person shooters it's been so long you know ever since vanguard was such a total failure i've needed to have this um so i'm very fucking happy with how it's all turned out yeah so definitely can't complain man it's been great well it's good i'm glad things are doing well for you mate uh uncle uncle jacko mate what's going on um so yeah, I mean, besides work during the week, I had uh, my great-grandmother's 90th birthday uh, yesterday um, over at Arimba, which is nice. Um, got to catch up with all of uh, my dad's side of the family, um, which I don't get to see very often because they live so far away, But so that was nice. Um, but, yeah, other than that, just been uh, staying, staying at home whenever I can, just sort of you know, doing – I spend all today doing little bits and pieces around the house, but, yeah. Not very eventful at all this week. No, good man. That's good. That's good. That's um, the grandparents out Golgong way. Is that correct? Is that uh, correct? Is that correct? Uh, so my great grandmother's the one in on the central coast here in Daly's Point. Um, but yeah, oh, all the family man. from Golgong and all that came. Yeah. Nice man. Yeah, that's good. That's very fucking good. Whereabouts in Arimba you go to? Uh, the Arimba RSL. Oh yeah, I know exactly where it is, mate. It's good. Yeah. Good fucking spot that they've done a lot yeah, of so we had the, um we had the function room upstairs um which i thought was going to be a problem because you know my great grandparents aren't the best mobility wise um no. and you know and same with uh, dad as well but you know uh, dad didn't come anyway um but yeah my great grandparents thankfully there was a lift to get them up so um, beautiful yeah hopefully get them upstairs anyway oh beautiful mate good shit very good shit jacko yeah, uh, good stuff, mate. Well, I'm glad you boys have had very good weekends. That's the main thing. That's what I, I do like to hear. You know, we're all busy, busy people. We all got shit going on, and it's always good when we, at least, you know, in in all of us actually this week, we've had a bit of a breather, a bit of a break. So you know, cannot complain one one bit. Now I'm going to lead into a story time here just for a minute because, um, people that have listened to the podcast. Have given me some feedback on the politics side of things, oh, and I think it, I think it would be fitting to have a giggle, <laughs> just a giggle here with Jacko because Jacko got a little bit upset during the week last week when we had our off week. Um, by the way, the reasons why there was no podcast last week is there were um, my I was dealing with a family family situation. Um, everything's fine, so don't stress. But we had to take a couple of days to just look after my my family and um, and. Um, we took a break for the week. So we'll be back in full swing. Um, obviously when you listen to this one, so it's, you know, we're here, but just want a little fucking filler to say, Hey, this is what happened. Um, but during the week, <laughs> during the week, me and Jesse were playing um, Call of Duty in Battlefield one. This is before the streams. And then our, one of our friends in our bowling bowling group decided to post something very controversial about politics and about, the great debate that was or something like that. And um, yeah, cause I can't even what, remember how it started. Eh, to be honest, that, that, that's what it was. It was a photoshopped head of Jackson's head onto. Oh Anthony yeah, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. I remember now. 
and me and Jesse were playing Xbox and we're just just sitting there. We know we just just went oh, I said, Oh fuck, here we go. And this is gonna start it. And uh holy shit, the fucking floodgates open. Jacko um launched so heavily into politics. And I said, boys, like, I don't care, you know, I, I like, you know, I, I like I don't I don't care whatsoever. I'm voting for SCOMO. And that's it. And I said, no, I'm just joking. And then Jackson did. I don't think Jacko's seen it. Trevor, he didn't see it. Well, Jacko, did you see it? Or did you just go, fuck this cunt? I'm going off. Um, I don't know if I saw the just kidding bit. I'm pretty sure I saw I'm going for SCO and I proceeded to launch it. <laughs> and you yeah. launched heavily into us. Because I think we were just, we, we made some pretty blatantly fucking sarcastic comments in regards to voting for ScoMo and shit like that. And um, we were, I think we were trying to make it pretty sarcastic. I mean, at least I think it was pretty fucking sarcastic. And then Jacko just starts to fucking go on this really big rant. Tangent. We're getting tangent, yeah, paragraphs upon paragraphs. And then, and then as in the middle of these paragraphs, are like bits broken up of us just fucking still saying like, I think afterwards I said, look, that was a joke. And then he's like, no, nah, fuck this. I'm still going on about it. So yeah, more yeah. paragraphs and more paragraphs. And then we're like, oh, well, we might as well just double down and fucking just, just fuck with him for a bit. <laughs> oh, that's it. And so I went full kid. We we're playing Xbox. And I said, you know what? I'm going to stop playing so I can fucking focus on this because this is giving me yeah. too much laughter. And Bro, we both me dead. We both stopped. Oh, mate, Jacko, I'm so sorry. At your expense. We had to laugh and I had to bring it up. Because I, we were saying it's really cooked shit, you know. So, but it was so um, blatantly cooked, like it was like <laughs> propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> it was like fucking. I'm giving you the scomo propaganda of you know he's going to rebuild Shark Park with all the funding. And yes. <laughs> and then, I, and I, then I, I was and I, and I was trying to like say the most me personally. I was trying to say the most stupidest shit that just wouldn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> I think that's what was fueling it as well because it didn't make sense. That's why I was like going at like with throwing. I wasn't. I was throwing facts at you. Actually, I was throwing facts at everyone. Oh, I I Um, know. And then I yeah. And then I even said, "Why can't Jacko come this prepared for the podcast?" (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. Uh, You know, my passion is politics. You know that my passion is definitely politics. Like NRL, I know nothing about. You know, I know. The names of the teams, so that's about it. That's as far as I go. Poker machines, poker machines, and politics, mate. The two P's in your life. I have not played a poker machine in God knows how long. Um, I. It's been a month. Longer than that. Been longer than that, surely. Melbourne. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, in Melbourne. Yeah, when we were at the casino. Yeah, that's right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There was a. but that yeah. was um no i've just gone back to what we were fucking talking about before that was um that was fucking funny because we me and you taylor we were both sitting there after a long night of fucking battlefield one and we we're getting a bit tired of playing fucking battlefield and we're like oh we, we might get on some onto some cod or something like that and then we had one game of cod and then that whole thing started and we're like nah Nah, this is better than COD. So we just sat there <laughs> telling each oh, other what bro. the fuck we're gonna write, what we're gonna write in chat, and we're sitting there, and Jackson's coming up with these responses, and we're like, "Fuck, is he? Is he serious? So like, is, is, he, he serious? Is, is he serious? No, no, I mean, no, no, no. Oh, nah. and then I'm, and then I'm like, no, no, he's he's fucking serious. <laughs> he, he's he's fucking serious, mate. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was funny. It was good. Oh, <laughs> uh, poor Jacko. Poor Jacko. Ah, oh, you poor bastard, Jacko. 
I love you, mate. All good fun. All good. All good. Tongue in cheek. Nothing, you know, nothing too silly, of course. We're not here to cause any harm. Um, Now, this is going to lead straight into our segue. Get it out of the way early. Let's see if Jacko's prepared himself. He's got three minutes, three to five minutes on politics. If he would like to talk about it, we've got the election next week. So this weekend's already coming. So I'd love you to talk about it, sir. I don't have quite five minutes worth, but I've got enough because I know I went on quite a lot last time, but I'll, yeah, I'll give you a fair bit. Um, So, yeah, basically at the moment I have been doing a bit of uh, sort of analysis on sort of swings and margins and that from last election to this election, um, in particular in Robertson, because, of course, we all live in Robertson. Um, Mm. But uh, So basically at the moment... um, Lucy Weeks, when she won the election um, last time, she won with a margin of, I believe it was 11%. It was a considerable margin. So she had a good 11% swing, rather, to her. Um, now, at the moment, based on polling and uh, things, so much, you know, like online polls and things, um, it seems to have gone from an 11% to, I think, about a 4 or 3% swing. So um, Labor's picked up quite a bit of a... A, grant, a bit of footing to Robertson um, at the moment. Don't you start snoring? <laughs> um, Sorry, but, I'm awake. I've, but I've noticed that um, both parties, both the Labour and Liberal Party, um, are actually going on the attack. They're not so much trying to save their electorates that they've already got. Um, they're all going on the attack. So, for example, uh, Labor's going uh, based on Robertson, Reid, and Par- and Benelong. Sorry, um, they're the three. All three of them owned by Liberal. All three of them that they're, they're wanting to get. Uh, whereas uh, the Liberal Party, I thought because uh, Joel Fitzgibbon is uh, Labor uh, member for the Hunter, he's retired. Mm-hmm. He's he's left, and I thought they would go hammer and tongs at Hunter because. It'd be, yeah, you know, think it. you would have thought so. There is not a Liberal Party candidate for Hunter. There's a there's a National Party candidate for uh, for Hunter, and so they're putting a little bit of pressure there for the on the National Party side of the coalition. Um, mm. They're putting their power into trying to win that electorate, but also the Labor Party and the Libs are all going for uh, Queensland at the moment. So Queensland had a massive swing against us, uh, against Labor in the uh, in the last election. So uh, Anthony Albanese has been up there quite a few times trying to, you know, trying to fix that swing up, trying to get um, as many voters as they can in Queensland. We've had uh, we've had quite a few shadow ministers come to Robertson to help out uh, Dr. Gordon Reid here. We've had. Uh, them go to Reed. We've had them go to Benelong. We've had them, you know, go to all all different electorates that they're trying to win. But they all seem to be Liberal seats. Mm. Same with the Liberal Party. The Liberal Party, uh, as far as I'm aware, there hasn't been too much of a reception here in Robertson for anyone trying to stick up for Lucy Wicks when it comes to um, any kind of ministerial attendance. Like I know. Uh, not too long ago, we did have Scott Morrison here in Terrigal um, several months ago. You were following uh, him, weren't you? I just happened to be delivering uh, delivering a whole bunch of equipment to a client of mine who lives uh, who works directly opposite the surf club there. 
and I was crossing the street at the same time as uh, Scott Morrison was crossing the opposite side of the street. And there was a massive bubble of police around him and all his ministers and his gaggle of baby libs and all that, you know, around him. Um, you know, trying to protect him. Um, yeah, and I just happened to be walking through um, and had Lucy Wicks right, right on his right-hand side there. Um, but, yeah, other than that, we have not seen uh, very much uh, ministerial representation here. And... My final point is uh, quite a significant one, is that we, uh, the Labor Party had their campaign, uh, they had their campaign launch uh, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And we thought we're trying to figure out when's the Liberal Party going to start their campaign launch. They started it today. Uh, they had their campaign launch today. I was thinking that's really bizarre because we've already had pre-poll open for a week. Like, you would have thought that you'd launch your campaign, like, before pre-poll started so that you could, mm. you know, have a chance to, you know... I mean, I know we've had press conferences and we've had the leadership debates on um, on Channel 9 and all that, you know, which, you know, I'm happy with those results, you know, Albo won all three. Um, mm. But, you know, it's, it's really bizarre that the Liberal Party have waited until now to launch their campaign rather than, you know, three weeks ago or two weeks ago whenever we launched it. Um, I know Robertson, uh, Dr Gordon Reid's campaign launch was, I think, three and a half weeks ago. It was at uh, the Ocean Beach Surf Club. And I know that I think a couple of days later, Anthony Albanese launched in Perth, uh, launched the Labor Party campaign. But, yeah, uh, Scott Morrison decided to launch today, you know, a Mm. week you know, six days out from the election, which I thought was a bit odd. Uh, yeah, best doesn't Prime Minister give... we've ever had. That's why he's doing it. <laughs> Very debatable. <laughs> he's Amen. A king. He's a king. Yeah. Nothing but a king. Straight king. Now, Jacko, is just, that, is that just, uh, just to give uh, our listeners a bit of an example, this is the sort of co- uh, comments we were getting in the group chat, which uh, sparked me off last time, but I'm not starting. I'm yes, not starting this no. time. <laughs> I, I appreciate you not taking the bait. Now, Jacko says he only has about, well, he doesn't have five minutes. I know. Eight. Bryce. Now, when, I, that just I, when he like said, it went on. When he said he didn't have fucking five minutes, I was like, no, nah, he has fucking two hours worth of this shit. Right. Easily. easily. 100%. If you get him started, he'll fucking, you can talk for a while. Now, yeah. we've sat here and we've watched and we've respected Jacko. Now it's Jacko's time to sit down because he doesn't have space for a table while we talk about NRL. Do you no, know what? Um, and you know what? That that segment now on this podcast is like when you're eating your, you know, when you're eating your dinner, right? And you got your mm. steak, and then you got your fucking vegetables. Now you hate your fucking vegetables, but you eat your vegetables first because then you get to eat the steak. So now let's fucking eat the steak and let's talk about NRL. Segway, let's go. <laughs> it's a smooth segue. There he goes. See you later, Jacko. So bye. I'll quickly touch on um, how bad the Sharks played this, this afternoon. I mean, all, all granted, last week we didn't have uh, we we lost two players, Ramian and Kennedy. Kennedy yeah. being the big one with the send off, and it's the first time the Sharks, or the first time any team, has won. I think since two thousand eight or two thousand seven, something like that, um, with the man down for mm. like longer than sixty minutes. Yeah, it was unreal. I watched that coat hanger live, and I just went fuck. He's gone. So it, 
Uh, are we talking about? Because um, I didn't catch this game this week. Are you talking about the uh, game last, last week, week with the coat hanger? Last yeah, week yeah. With the I, I remember watching. I remember watching that, and I was like, I was yeah, because I was sitting, getting Dude. ready to go out for Mother's Day dinner or some shit, and I was getting ready, it and I got, got it on my phone on Kaya, and then I just looked over and I saw the coat hanger, and I was like, fuck, that's bad. Yeah, and that, but, that's what I thought too. I went, yeah, fuck, here we go. Yeah, so, and people are, and what I find funny about that is people are debating. It's like, oh, you know, the game's gone soft. It's like, what in what fucking world has that sort of tackle never been a send off? Like, really? Come on, it's an old, it's an old school, it's an old school send off. Yeah, hundred not, not something it's that's recent. It's a dead set yeah. coat hanger, mate. You're off. Like, no fucking arguing that, but whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah, but it was not pretty. It was definitely not pretty. I saw it live and went, yeah, get fucked. Here you go. Um, but it was, you know, like it doesn't matter. Like we had, we have good depth. Then we played the Raiders today and lost thirty to ten, and that's disappointing. Yeah, I didn't watch it. And I was just keeping updated with the scores, and I just was Same. like, "What the fuck's going on?" Was um, I heard was Nico up at fullback or something instead of halfback? I think so. I think yeah. he was. Yeah. See, it's easy to be good at fullback when you got the storm feeding out. <laughs> like, same thing with like Josh Adokar. You got the storm feeding are you going to do well but um i think he needs to, nico needs to stay in halfback or wherever the fuck he was to be honest yeah, so we need to put someone back that back there at fullback yeah but that's okay else. you know shit shit go you know really good game last week nothing we can do this week um you know we're just gonna move on um there's fuck all we can do when you win some you lose some you know i mean you've had some fucking great it's wins it. this year so far and, you know, you've had a couple of bad ones. I mean, I think the good ones kind of outweigh the bad ones, to be honest with you. But, yeah, um, I agree. You know, season's still early days. So Early days, bro. Very, very early days. You know, we're only in the middle of May. So mm. we still got at least two and a half, three months. Yeah. So anything's possible. <laughs> so that's right. You guys played okay. You got, got very fucking lucky. Very, Look, very. First lucky. half. First half was great. I really enjoyed the first half. I think we played well. Cody Walker was on under a lot of, um, I guess you could say, pressure. There's a lot of talk surrounding him and his performances this year. Um, and he came That's out in the first half. Yeah, definitely. Because um, without Reynolds, he's looked pretty lost. And you know, the way he's played, pretty frustratingly, always trying to score and, you know, just hasn't looked himself. So it was um, the first half he looked back to his old self, set up a few tries, Um and our back line was looking good again. Every time we crept into their 20, we seemed to score. But then second half rolls around, and it's like pretty much every other game we've played this year, we just went to sleep, um, invited them back in at every chance we could. Um, yeah, it wasn't... Mate, went, fully, fully went to sleep. Um, don't get me started on the fucking sin bin from Damien Cook. Because I'll just yeah, that's ridiculous. But hmm. uh, other than that, um, inviting them back in a team like the Warriors to let them come back in one half and put that many points and almost come close to beating beating us after a big lead like that is just is so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. And it's bad, you know, bro. I, I I said I said it. I said it to Zoe when we were watching. It. I said, look, I'm not celebrating that win. That's not a win worth celebrating. I'll nah. celebrate the first half. I'll celebrate that first half. And what could have been a good 80-minute game, but no, 40-minute game and, you know, fucking, I don't know what the other half was, but, yeah, whatever. See how we go in the next it's coming life. weeks. It's, it's fucked, dude. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. hard, bro. 
Oh, well. It's very fucking odd. You know? Yeah, and then seeing Reynolds in the Broncos perform the way he does, fuck me, that hurts. It <laughs> hurts so much. Oh, of well. course, mate. Of course it does when it's your team, you know. It's, it's, it's fucked. Speaking of fucked, I was on a train home coming home from work tonight, and I got an email from Fox Sports. They're saying that uh, Trent Barrett's probably going to be given the ass tomorrow. Yeah, which makes sense. Unfortunately, you know, like you feel so. Like I forget who I said it to. Um, you know, you you look at you look at some of these coaches, mate, and I think they made the comment on um it's NRL three hundred and sixty a couple of weeks ago. Trent Barrett is a really good assistant. Yeah, he's yeah. just unfortunately might not be cut out to be a coach because wasn't he assistant coach at Panthers? Was it Panthers? Yes, yeah, yeah. it was at Panthers. And then doggies, and it hasn't been so good for him. So, well, at well, the point the point when I seen it out of the two years he's been coach for, he's only won twelve point five percent of his games. Uh, another thing add, could be said, like, like fuck, when you get in your bottom, when you when you st- when you're coaching that bottom team. Like, how much do you have to fucking work with? I guess you could argue that. I mean, what is one coach meant to fucking turn around a whole team? Yeah. But then you bring in, mate, you look at the caliber that it brought in. Mm. The, the people. You, you, I think, unfortunately, and this is where I agree with 360, um, they, they said that, you know, you've hired good attackers. You yeah. haven't hired good defenders. Yeah, that's a good point. And I it's agree with evident. That. It's very fucking evident. I mean, Dufty is has to be one of the worst defenders I've seen. Mm. He he's a flash yeah. in the pan in terms of his pace. He's really good with that. But apart from that, it's not much else. I mean, yeah. I'm, and, and and don't get me wrong, I'm no fucking um, professional footballer. But you just watch these teams, and I'm like, I'm lucky enough to watch probably at least a good four to five games around nowadays with work as well. Mm. Um, so I see all that, and I just go fuck. Like the games where he's defended. I mean, look at the game that they played Friday night to open Magic Round. There's nothing magical about it. <laughs> no, it was no. fucked. And you know, it's funny that you said that the whole defensive issue and all that. So good attackers, not good defenders. I mean, you know, any good coach or any good team wins off the back of good defense. And a lot of coaches will say, look. You know, if you have a good defensive game, your attack will fall in place off the back of that. And exactly, mate. That is really true because the best teams in the comp are the best defenders in the comp, and it's all defense. Defense is number one. You know, stop a, t- a team can't win if they don't fucking score. Simple as that. It's, mate, and it's then, paramount. Yeah, and and then you know your def- your attack. I mean, if you've put in like for example. Just to give an example, if you put in, say, five straight sets of defending your own goal line, right, and this team is just throwing everything at you and you defend those five sets straight and then all of a sudden you get an attacking set out of pure chance inside their 20 after defending those five sets, you're oozing with confidence and your attack is just going to flow off the back of that. The other team's going to be rattled because they couldn't score. Mm. So that's just how it goes. Yeah, bro. It's, it's fucked. It's fucked, you know, and you do feel sorry for the Bulldogs and you feel sorry for the fans because, you know, (laughs) but you do, you know, because like my team was at one point, your team was at it for a very long time there. They even got removed from the comp and then got reinstated. You know, it's all these things, mate, you you know, it's fucked. In that regard, I feel sorry. I feel sorry for them and the supporters, but I just fucking hate the Bulldogs. (laughs) Yeah, mate, it's like 
Suck manly. Everyone hates manly. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, true. Oh, well. But, yeah. Now, divvying it up a little bit, today was the Bathurst 12-hour event. This actually kick-started the international endurance racing circuit. Um, now, Uncle Jackson, I'll just get him to stand up for him. I'm just waiting. I was, yeah, yeah, there he pop is. Up, pop up like a fucking turd <laughs> in an asshole. I swear to God, Jacko. Uh, it's great. Me, did, you me. Catch any of, did you catch any of the 12-hour I must admit I haven't. Um, oh. I even had I even had uh, my stepdad Ryan remind me as well, which oh. makes it even worse. Oh, um, but yeah, completely fucking... spaced on it. Yeah, I'll have yeah, to I'll have you, to mate. watch catch up. You're gonna have to catch up twelve hours of it, mate. Yeah. Well, I can tell you who won because I watched it. I watched the last half an hour. I watched it from seven o'clock this morning um, till about eight thirty when I got to work, or nine nine thirty when I got to work. So. It was a Mercedes one two three locked out the entire podium. Um, uh, I can't pronounce his names. Gunon, Stoles, Conrad, and Habul, Sun Energy One Racing. Then you had Engel, Juan Cadella, C, um, which took out the Mercedes AMG Team Craft Bamboo Racing. The fun fact about Craft Bamboo Racing: they did all their mandatory stops in their time uh, restrictions in the first two hours of a 12-hour race, meaning that their pit stops were going to be quick regardless. And they finished eight seconds behind. And then Triple Eight Racing came third. Gisberg and Feeney and Prince John Ibrahim, I think it was. I think, I think, I think, I think. You can't see it there. Anyway, it just says Jay Ibrahim, but I think his name is Prince uh, Prince so, um, something Ibrahim. Uh, finished a minute 35 behind. So very interesting, very good, very yeah. good fucking event. I, I tried to keep up as best I could, unfortunately. Um, um, but, you know, you work. Work Sundays, can't really keep up with it, which sucks. But it was really good to see it, nonetheless. Um, but I'm really looking forward now to Le Mans and Nuremberg. I'm really, really keen on those 24-hour events. They are going to be fucking god tier. So that'll be fun for that. Um, I'll be honest with you, there's not much else. It's been a very easy two weeks. Yeah. Podcasting, streaming, fucking propagandering. It's been good. It's been very good. <laughs> Jacko's head, he loves it. Um, no, it's been very good. This has been a very good um, couple of weeks. Um, I'm going to try and get Nick Dukwa onto the podcast very soon. Um, get him back on to say hello. Uh, I love, uh, people love him when he gets on and just talks and shit. It's wonderful. He's very good energy. Good man. Fucking very good, man. Um, unless you boys have something you'd love to add, I think we're just about done. Yeah, mate. Seems it's, like we're, yeah, not a lot this week. So not a lot. Bit of a quieter yeah. week. Bit of quiet. Bit of a quieter week this week, which is not a bad thing. <clears throat> yeah. Well, for next uh, next podcast, the only thing is uh, that'll be probably the final uh, political roundup, which will just be the election results. Um, hopefully, mm. they're in by then. Um, that's the only thing I'll flag for next week. That's it. Yeah, that's fine. That's that's easy. I'm completely fine with that to get the results when the Liberals finally win um, and restore peace to this nation that we live in. Don't start me. <laughs> you know, like... Don't start me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> just say it. Just say it. Just say it. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Is it something I'm going to have to edit out later? Like, for- so, 
with that said, if we've got nothing else, boys, and to our podcast listeners, I'm very sorry. It's a bit of a quieter one this time around, but nonetheless, so we appreciate your your viewership, your listening. Um, to those who've come and watched me on the streams and watched me and Jesse play streams in the last couple of days, thank you so much again. We appreciate it. Um, check us out here um, on Uncle Tales Wild Ride on YouTube, uh, on Facebook, on Twitch, um, and obviously you're listening to us here on Uncle Taylor's Unchained Universe. Universe. So we're here for that. Again, apologies for the for the quietness. Doing my very best to make sure my my loving wife gets at least a bit of sleep before she gets up in a couple of hours' time. Um, until then, gentlemen, look after yourselves. Have a wonderful night. Thank you very much for coming on board. Catch us later. Have a good one. Always. Do we have a one of your uh, specials following this? No specials because the brain is not as agile this week. We've got one special. It's called propaganda. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> propaganda. Labor Party propaganda. That's the special uh, this week. Fuck. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, no. There is uh, no specials this week, unfortunately, boys. Got to be very uh, boring this week, but we will continue <clears throat> our loving our loving segment um, into the next and beyond. And I'll think of something better to come up with on the spot during the week. And we'll fucking have a better one. Until then, boys, look after yourselves and each other. Thank you very much again. Have a good night. See you later. Have a good one. See you later. Look after yourself. See you later, guys.